Welcome back to another episode of Convos with your mom's favorites mm-hmm. with host Mo and Greg. I'm Mo. I'm Greg. And we back again with you. Yes, yes, yes sir. Yes, yes, sir. yes. We're back. And, and at the time of this recording, it's Black History Month. It's Black History Month. It's a month for us, by us, to just celebrate us. That's right. And that's kind of what it's turned into. We acknowledge Black History, yes, but it's kind of just turned into just a month of celebration celebration. of blackness. And, you know, like I said, there's a post I posted every year in January that says I'm black all the time, but next month I'm going to be blackity black, 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 black. black. (laughs) And just you know, you know, since we're here, yeah, and I'm black, y'all, and I'm black, and I'm black, y'all, and I'm black, y'all, and I'm black, y'all, and I'm black, and I'm black, y'all, I'm black, and I'm black, yo, because I'm black, and I'm black, yo, I'm black, and I'm black, y'all, and I'm black, and you're black, and I'm black, y'all, and I'm black, y'all, and I'm black, y'all, and I'm black, and you're black, and I'm black, y'all, and I'm black, and black, 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 black. Oh my God! All day, every day, all day. But especially, and is that still back? Is that still on? It sure is. Anyway, it's good to be black. It's good to be black. Part where um, Alan Payne does that song. Yes. It's like towards like the end, and so and you're not really expecting it, and no. all of a sudden they do it, and I'm sitting there crying. I'm like, "Yeah, that's the song. that's that's it. <laughs> it's that. the it's the anthem for the month of February because oh. I'm bleedy bleedy black, oh, and goodness. I'm black, y'all. I'm black. I'm blackity black. black I'm blackity black. black, and I'm black, y'all. And that's where we are for the month oh. of February, and we are gonna stay right there. There you go. And this episode is brought to you by black people, for black people. Well, not it's for everyone, but it's brought to you by black people. It's about black people. And today we just going to highlight yeah, some the greats and just yeah. black cinema and television all around. Yes. Because, honestly, it's up and it's us. And... We bring something different to the table yeah. when it comes to everything we do, honestly. Yeah. But, and we have come to revolutionize the television and the movie game. Yeah. Especially now that we are, you know, getting more behind the camera. Exactly. And we're getting, and getting, we're getting behind the camera. We're getting in the, in the writer's rooms. And we're getting an opportunity to tell our stories, to tell and 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 to show just how broad and how colorful our stories are. You know, our stories are American stories, just like everybody else's, but with a slight difference because yes. we're coming from another experience. And and you hate to say it like that, you hate to say it like that, but it is a it's it's true. And and just like any uh, any ethnicity. We all have our different flavor. Hispanic, they have they different. We all have a different flavor. Again, um, uh, again, where wherever it is you come from, where your culture, there's yes. a Asian. You have a you. There's there's a di- yes, yes, yes. You are American. Yes, we are all American. But we there is we bring a different flavor to the table. I'm sorry, 
It's just it, the way it, it is. is. It's, you know, and it's not a bad thing. And it's not know? a bad thing because it all mixes up and it, it all, all mixes up and, and it all tastes real good at the end of the day. Especially if it's all made with love. And yes. black people make everything with, with love. love. Come on. That is always the secret ingredient to Come why on. everything Come we do on. is just so good. So um, we're going to start off, it's Black History Month, yes, but we're going to start in the present with uh, giving flowers and props to one of my favorite people. Mm-hmm. And she's um, she's a phenomenal actress mm-hmm. in her own right. But recently she started to take more of a behind the cameras role okay. with like directing and writing. And we're going to give start off with Regina King. All right. Yep. There you go. Yes, yes, yes. Because she is she she's is. going to act. Yes. And she's going to draw you in she, and yes. give you pull out of you whatever emotion that she yeah. Yeah. That she wants. She knows how to, like from everything from Ray to um wow, I'm drawing a blank now. She was in Ray that was phenomenal. But for me, I can I, I I could see her really really blossoming and becoming. A, I mean, I could see what she was about to become. Yes. In poetic justice. Yes. 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 Janet Jackson was the star, but she but wasn't she, the star. But she was the one you watched. No, here's how you got to say. It. Janet Jackson was the lead. Yeah, yeah. But she, but she was, was the, the star. star. There you go. There you go. She was the star. She was the star. Her performance is the one you remember. Yes. Yes, yeah. it is, because that movie was yes. fantastic. It was, yeah, yes. Her performance is definitely the one that you remember. And I'm sitting there, and I'm watching. I'm like, oh, my God, she's good. She's good. She is good. And then Ray just solidified it. I'm like, oh my God, she is really good. Really good. You know, and now we, to bring us all the way, I don't think I've seen her in anything where she, she was bad. Where she, where she wasn't good, where you didn't remember her. She wasn't just background. She wasn't, you know, even though she might have been around a whole bunch of really high powered, high profiled actors. You saw her. And not that she was trying to be seen, but just the way she carried herself, the way she act the way um the way she performed in her and, and and did her character, the way she emoted, the way she talked, the way she sometimes just stood in the background and didn't say anything. You noticed but you noticed her. her. If it was just a look, something like yes. you said, like something she said, or even just a look, you saw her in the room. And even now that she's, you know, she's still acting. Yeah. But she's also getting behind the camera. Yeah. Because One Night in Miami. Yes. Was, yeah. that movie was amazing. Yes. I was blown away watching that movie. I don't think she's done anything in recent hist- in recent years that has been less than amazing. Yeah, no, her shooting percentage is way up. It's yeah. way, I don't, that has way, been, way yeah. up. She has become... The the black actress to watch, yes, you know, and 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 she's and and it's and it's going to, and it's been proven she has been become the black actress to watch. So even now it's like yo Regina King's in it. I'm going to see. Uh, yep, exactly. I'm going to see it. Exactly, exactly. Right up into the the western that they just did on on the Heart of They Fall. Heart of They Fall. Yes, <sighs> she was amazing in that. Yes, she was. 
didn't have the uh, like a um a, a, wasn't the lead role again, but again was the but you remember you remember her her character, little things that she does, right down to the fact that that this character had had a particular type of accent and a way that they spoke, and you and you noticed that immediately when she went like, okay, right, yeah, yeah, the the, the character she portrayed had a. A di- had a specific dialect or tone to her voice, and you and it, and it, and it, you noticed it immediately because you, you first might would think that it might have been just an eh, that that she that but no, this was intentional. Yes, on her part. Yes, the little things that she does that to to kind of like draw you in, and she did exactly that. Yeah, from the beginning. Yeah, and I'm just I'm blown away. Jeez. I am blown yes. away. I can't. I am, I'm like I'm always, always in anticipation of what she does next. Yes, because you know, you know for a fact yeah. it's going to be a ten out of ten. Yeah, and and she's not afraid of the small screen because you know you get like a lot of actors that no 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 I want I got to be on the big screen I got to be on the big screen. She's not afraid. She's like she's I want to act, and that's and when I, you know that you love you yeah, love your craft. Yeah, she's like I want to act and I I can act on the big screen. I can act on on the on the television screen, which is really not small anymore, because it's so broad. But um, she said, "I can do, I can do the movies. I can do TV series or limited TV series. I can, do, I can do it all because I just love what I do, and it comes across in every performance that she does." Yeah, yeah. She's going to, you know, and you know, even in light of her, what's been going on in her life, you know, lately. Um, with the loss of her son, you know, like, and y'all keep her in prayer because, again, stuff like that can be hard. It's rough. Hard. I, don't I, mean, I can imagine what that's like to for a mother. Um, so, and, 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 but she's a, I believe she's strong. She's, yes. a, and, and she'll, she'll, I won't say bounce back. I don't like to use that word. I think she'll move forward. Yes. You know, I think she'll she's keep, going to move forward. She'll strong. move forward. When she come back, yeah. just just look she'll out. Take, she'll take some time. She'll process it, yep. deal with it. And when she's ready, she'll come back. She'll come back. She'll come back and she'll move on. And she's going to drop some heat. Yep. And, and she's just going to get right back in the swing of and things. she'll get right back in the swing of things. But I'm, I'm my, my only prayer is that, that she does take the time off to grieve. No, and it seems like she has. Like, yeah. you know, she's going to just. And she's going to take some time Take off some time to, to just grieve just and grieve. be. Right. And be, you know. Because. Um, and Being an actor of that caliber, you know she ain't yeah. struggling for nothing. No, she like <laughs> she can take the time. She can like, take. She can take the time, and it she can take the time, yeah. and and it ain't gonna hurt her. And yeah, then when, they, and when she comes back, people will be looking. And here's the thing: because now she's broadened her horizons and and started now act, um, not just acting but directing and writing and producing. It's it ain't like she can't find something, yeah, to do. There's there's gonna be work waiting. Yeah, there's gonna be work waiting, and if not, she'll make her own. She'll make her own, and that's that's what black people do. And I that's was one you of know, the you, beauties. You, you, of, took, you took the words right out of my right out of my mouth, man. It's like that's what we do. We will make our own if we have we'll to. Make our own if we have to. You know, it's like all right, you you 
don't want us on your playing field. And guess what? We'll ma- we will make our own playing, playing field. You don't want us. There's no seat for us at your table. Guess what? We'll make our own table. Because quiet as it's kept, we probably built the table that, that you had. had. <laughs> so we know how to build the table. So we know. We, exa- we have watched y'all long enough to know how to do that. Right. And so now we're going to take it and we're going to we're going to really show you how. How to do that. To do that. And that's what that's what I love the most because even we were talking about it briefly before we started recording Bel Air, yeah. And not gonna stay on it long, but again, like you said, Will Smith was very heavy in what's going on with the show. He himself told the black lead, "Hey, you got the part." And the show is ten out of ten for me. Wow, eleven out of ten for me. Wow, it's really good. It's spectacular. Like just you wouldn't expect for a sitcom like that. For them to be able to turn it into a drama. A drama. Exactly. Yeah. And then most times you sit down and when they do like shows like this, you compare it to the original. Mm-hmm. I sat down mm-hmm. knowing that there were going to be like, you know, things and like themes like that. But it's separate enough to be its own. Okay. While still giving roses and props to the original, to the original. Show. Okay, okay, all right. So, because I have not watched it yet, so in essence, then, then, so they all the main characters are all the main characters there. Yes. Okay. So the whole um, Banks family is there, and Will's, and they're, they're, and and it looks like from what I saw from the previews, they tell the story a little bit in depth. You know where he got in trouble in Philly, and then his his mom and. His mom ships him over. Yes, they stay. even go more in into depth that. into that whole thing. Okay, of what which happened I think is spectacular. Wow. Okay. Yeah. I said, oh, okay. So they're gonna take you into Philly and, yes. re- and what really and happened. what really happened. Okay. okay. And they didn't just. They not. They're not even gloss. They're not gonna gloss over it at all. Really. Yeah. Wow. Okay. They're not glossing over that at all. Okay. And what I like is too. They didn't. They tell you what happens, mm-hmm. but they don't spend too much time on it. Okay, okay, okay. Because, again, he's the first prince of Bel-Air. Of Bel-Air, yeah. So it's good that they're going to tell you what happened in Philly, mm-hmm. but they ain't going to keep him in Philly. Mm-hmm. Like, because I ain't even going to hold you. Once I found out that they were going deep into that, mm-hmm. I figured the first two, three episodes... It was going to deal with that. ...was going to be about that. Uh-huh. But no, it wasn't that long. Oh, okay. Um, but, yeah, it's a great show, and it's just letting you know, you know, it's another prime example mm-hmm. of what we can do when given the chance yeah um and we're gonna you know keep going on with black actors because i don't think any conversation can be had we just lost um i think it was either earlier this year which just started or late last year sydney portier yeah yeah and uh, or poitier poitier <laughs> Yeah, depending on who you ask. Who you ask. <laughs> depending on who you ask. If you ask somebody old school, Portier. Portier. If you ask somebody new school, Poitier. Poitier. <laughs> yes. Because it's all about enunciation, enunciation. and correct. Like, yeah. it's, which is, it's, it's cool because no, it's honestly, cool. if that, that's how it, it's pronounced, there you go. That, pronounce exactly. it how it's so supposed you, to be. Exactly. Pronounced. Exactly. I had a friend of mine. He, he, when his, his first name, well, he was from Turkey. His first name is Yalching. Yalching. 
but everybody called him Cliff. And I asked him one day, I said, why does everybody call you Cliff if that's your name? And he said to me, he said, because everybody seems to have a problem. I said, you know what? I'm going to call you Yalchin. And he said, I said, because one, because that's your name. I said, I, I said I'm going to, and, and I told him, I said, I am going to learn how to pronounce this. I said, so every time you hear me say, if I do not say it right, you have my you have my permission to correct me and say, no, 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 you you didn't say it right, you know, until until I get it right. And he just looked at me because I guess nobody ever really. I said, but that's I said that's your name. It's your name. That is your name. And it should be the same for everyone. For I shouldn't, honestly, I shouldn't need, it's great mm -hmm. that you said, yo, you have my permission to correct yeah. me if I'm wrong. Yeah. But if it's my name, yeah. I don't need <laughs> your permission true, true, true that. to true say that. my name correctly. correctly. True. This is it's, it's my, my name. name. I dictate how it's used. I should dictate how it's used. Because if you want me to say, because, you know, there are certain... People come up with some of the strangest and craziest names. Mm -hmm. And I'm not even talking just, you know, one specific. It's the craziest name. Mm -hmm. Your name could be Dot Hacksign. Mm -hmm. But it, that's what it looked like. Mm -hmm. Dot Hacksign. Mm -hmm. A dot, a little squiggly line, mm -hmm. and the sign symbol. Mm -hmm. I say, period. <laughs> Curvy line money symbol. I was going to say period, period squiggle money symbol. Right. Period squiggle money symbol. You get upset. Yeah. And you say, that's not my name. My name is Dot Axon. Mm -hmm. But if I don't, if I don't, and you have every right. Yeah. To correct me. To correct But then me. you don't get to just turn around and botch somebody else's name. No. No. Off the same premise. No. It's like, that's my name. Say my name. Say my name. Say my name correctly. 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 It's Thank not, a, a, if I learned how to say it, and if the people around me learned how to say it, then yeah, you should learn how to say it. You know, I, again, so I tell people all the time, I said, you know what, if if I say your name wrong, let me know. Right. Uh, so because I don't, it, it, you know, if, especially if it's, if it's something new that I'm not used to saying, I'm not used to, or, or you know, or from another culture, another language, I, you know, but yeah. I, I I I get you. I got I got it. Yeah, like you know, we should be able to do that. Cause f take for example, what's the name said it? Um, I'm gonna botch her name. I know I'm gonna botch her name because I believe it's Uzoa Adoba. Okay, I know who you're talking about. You know yes. who I'm talking about? Yes, 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 yes. yes. From, from I know for a fact I just yes. botched that lady's name. Yes, yes. From um, Orange Is the New Black. Yes, yes. She was in an interview and she said that. In the interview, she said that she initially wanted to change her name. Mm -hmm. And she was talking to her mother about it. And she was like that she was going to change her name because people were having difficulties pronouncing her name. Pronouncing yeah. her name. Mm -hmm. And she said, no, your name tells the people who you who are. Who you are. Yes. So because of that, correct them. Even if you have to correct them a million, million times. A million. Exactly. If you got to do it a million times times a million times till they get it right till they get it right correct them because people are lazy they are people are lazy incredibly and, lazy and if you let them go then they'll think it's okay or they'll try or they'll want to call you so well you know what your name is i don't say your name wrong either Uzo. right i'm gonna call you pat right no 
No, you're not. no, you're not. No, you're not gonna call me Pat. You can call me Uzo, because that's my name. Because <laughs> that's my name. I said, well, you can call me Pat, but I ain't gonna answer. <laughs> right, I ain't gonna answer to that. And it's crazy because, especially in the movie and television industry, yes, your name will start to speak for you. Mm-hmm. To where if you mention the name, yeah, you like as we said with Regina King. You put Regina King's name on something, I'm going to see it. Yeah. Because that's Regina King. Your name becomes like not just your name, but your brand. Your brand. Yeah. Now, what would I look like calling her Regina? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Instead of Regina. Yeah. Like, Regina. Regina. She would like she wouldn't like that, I'm sure. No. It's like and, and I'm sure she would be the first one to correct to you. To correct you. But, that's no, not my name. It's Regina. You say Regina. It's not Regina. Regina. <laughs> but, um, yeah, that's just a little yeah, tangent we'll about names. names. But speaking of names, and we're going back to Sidney Poitier. Yeah. Because um, he is one of my favorite actors. Rest in peace. Yes. Um, oh. Matter of fact, the weekend he he passed, the weekend he, we were sitting around watching, you know, looking for stuff to watch, a movie to watch, and I ran across a movie that uh, yeah, I have a, um, a voodoo account Okay, where I have a whole bunch of movies saved in the cloud and whatnot, and one of the movies that I purchased because I had found it on sale I had not seen since I really was in high school, but I bought it. And so the interesting part was the name of the movie is Uptown Saturday Night. Okay. And the two stars were Sidney Poitier and Bill Cosby. This movie was made in the 70s. I believe it goes, yeah, because I looked it up. It's seven. Go back to the 70s. They did three. They did three of them. It was Uptown Saturday Night Live. Oh, God, what were the other two? Oh, my goodness. Oh, I can't think of them off the top of my head. But there were three of them. There, was, there were three movies that they did together. They were comedies. And it was, <clears throat> excuse me, it was interesting because I believe that they, I can't remember if they wrote that and directed them too, but I remember it was like all of Black Hollywood was in these movies. Okay, yeah, all of Black Hollywood. So you would watch it and you were like, "Oh wow, that's so 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 so." You know, like when they were a lot younger. But it was just such. It was again. I'm I'm a big I'm a fan of both of them and. And I just loved the movie just to watch. I had not watched it since I was in high school. And um, it was just fun to watch. Uh, but it's Uptown Saturday Night. And they were, I can't remember the other two, but they were really fun to watch. Matter of fact, the villains or the, the, the gangsters in the movie were Calvin Lockhart and Harry Belafonte. Okay. I'm sure your father probably, he, 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 I'm sure I'm he's sure. seen, I'm I'm sure sure he's he's seen them. Yeah, him and your mom. They, I'm sure they have seen them. But great movies, great movies. Yes, definitely. But uh, my first Sydney Poitier movie was um, Guess Who's Coming to Dinner. Okay, yeah. It's a phenomenal movie. It's one of the best movies I've yeah, seen, just yeah. period. Yes. Because. Yes. M- Go ahead. Go ahead. A movie like that, one, because of mm-hmm. the racial issues discussed. Exactly. But it's very difficult to have a movie mm-hmm. of strictly conversations yeah. wow. play out so well. Wow. Because if you look at the movie, wow. it's right. just people having people conversations. Talking. Yeah, you're right. You are absolutely right. I never looked at it from that perspective. Yeah. People talking. It's just people talking. No, there's no like overt action or. No, there's no, nothing, you know. 
you know, there's no like, oh my gosh, there's no like yeah. the only suspenseful thing, spoiler alert, is is the father going to accept Yeah. That's it. They're the marriage between a yeah. black man and a white, white woman. woman. Yeah. Is the father excuse me, is the father of the soon to be bride mm-hmm. going to expect yes. going to accept yes. this black man marrying his daughter? And okay. And and now I get and to watch him masterfully pull that off. Yes. Just conversations. It's just conversations. You know, you might, and just with conversation, you feel dramatic tension. You you saw you saw resolutions and all of that. You saw every all of that stuff. A lot of stuff. Oh, with and just conversations. Just conversations. Yeah. But even in that, one of my favorite scene. I have two favorite scenes in that movie. Mm-hmm. One of them is when why can't I think of the lady's name? Audrey Hepburn. Okay. When she tells her friend off. Okay. In the smoothest way ever as she's leaving the house. <laughs> That's one of my favorite scenes. Can I said, fam, I love it was so elegant. Uh-huh. As only Audrey Hepburn can do. <laughs> it was I said, I've never I said I wouldn't even be mad because she basically just told the lady to go to hell. And I've never seen it told mm-hmm. so elegantly without directly saying, saying go you to, go to hell. Yeah, yeah. But Another favorite scene of mine is when Sidney Poitier is talking to his dad. Mm-hmm. And his dad tells him that, how can you do this after everything I've done for you? Mm-hmm. And I actually posted the scene on the podcast page Okay, the day he died. Okay, so I, I, had, yeah, I had looked at that. And that scene where he just tells him, listen, you've got to get off my back. It's it's a moment for me. Mm-hmm. I stop in my tracks every time. If I come into a room mm-hmm. and the scene is nearing that scene, mm-hmm. you stop or we're watch. at that scene, uh-huh. I am stopping to watch. Uh-huh. Because that is a prime example of stellar black acting. Mm-hmm. Because he literally goes through every emotion... And the one, because you tell your father off, yeah, yeah, but then you calm down and your yeah. tone is soft, yeah. yeah, and it's almost like soothing the wound mm-hmm. you just caused. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And I said, yo, after that, I've so I was sold, and then I got to see. Um, I watched other movies that he was in, like I've seen um, A Raisin in the Sun, mm-hmm. the, original. the original. I watched that before I watched the remake. Yeah. Yeah. I've never, I no, I can't say I've never watched a whole remake. I've watched pit, bits and pieces of it, but I, I always watched the original. Yeah. Yeah. The yeah. original was definitely yeah. much, much better. Yeah. Um, The remake was good, but the yeah, original no, no, was better. I, I, yeah. The remake was good. But um, I just never watched the whole thing because I'm always in my back, in the back of my mind, comparing it to the original. And there really is no comparison. No. No. But um, and then I also watched In the Heat of the Night. Yes. All the classics. One of the one of the fun a fun fact that I learned about that movie. Mm -hmm. There's a you remember when they're in the uh, greenhouse. Yeah. Him, the cop, and the white guy, and he's asking him questions. Yeah. And the white guy slapped him. (laughs) And he slapped him back. Slapped him back. The slap back wasn't supposed to happen. (laughs) Oh wow. That was that 
that then, then then that makes the scene even better. Even better. The slapback wasn't supposed to happen, but Sidney Poitier thought that that character, mm -hmm. that's how he would have replied mm -hmm. to him getting smacked in the face by a white man. Uh -huh. So that's what he did. He smacked him back, and they just kept it in the movie. Wow. See, I like I like stuff like that. So that that whole scene, like his whole re reaction and everything, was very genuine. Now, because that's, that's one of my favorite scenes from the movie. Now, every time I look at it now, I'll always remember that, and I'll always and I was like, "Dang, that was that was good." Yeah, he wasn't supposed to hit him back. That was good. Okay, but yeah, that and Lilies of the Field was just it's great. Yeah, my favorite again, but besides all the ones you just named, was uh, of course um, to serve with love. Yes. Yeah, to serve with love. That, that was really good as well. That was the one. Um, it, they used to have this 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 show that used to come on on Channel Seven when I was in maybe like the grammar school, going into high school. But every it came on every day. The four thirty movie. The four thirty Channel Seven showed a movie every day, and this is just how far we've gotten away from stuff like that. Channel Seven showed a movie every day at four thirty. And to Sir with Love was always one of the ones that they showed at some point over the course of the year. Because they, they, it was almost like they showed the same movies over and over and over. Right. But to Sir with Love was going to be one of the movies that they showed every year. And I would, that would be the one that I would rush home and sit there and watch it as if I watched it for the first time. The scene that always stands out to me was the scene where they had the dance and he danced with the, you know, with the white girl, um, Lulu. And I'm sitting there like, oh no, he's gonna dance. Sissy <laughs> Portier is gonna dance, and it was just, it, but it was just so cool. It was just, he was just so cool in that show, in that yeah. movie, and I, I, I love it. I, I to this day that, that always stays in my mind. Then of course they call me Mr. Tibbs. They call I, me Mr. Tibbs. I hear that in my head. The day he died. That kept reverberate, rever, reverberating in my head the whole day. Yeah. I was like, I kept hearing him say, they call me Mr. Tibbs. <laughs> nah, that's, he's definitely one of the yeah. just top tier yeah. black acting right there. And another black actor who is well known based off his name will... Have butts in the seat mm -hmm. if you just say his name mm -hmm. and that he's going to be in the movie. Mm -hmm. My man Denzel. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Who, 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 fun fact and, and, and being transparent, who I was never in his, in the heyday. Yeah. Was never in his heyday, was in his earliest career, was never really a big fan of. I got to be a fan. I mean, I, I, I did not. I wouldn't not watch his movies, but I just was not really a fan. But I just would keep watching, and then I began to see how he grew, how his his that his craft, and how and how incredible an actor he was. He kind of like just won me over, and 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 so now I'm like, yeah, I'm like okay. I think that, and again, of course, the one that finally really, really did one win me over. Okay. Was Training Day? Yo, movie was spectacular. Was Training Day? That was the one that finally 
solidify. I mean, he was slowly but surely winning me over anyway because I had watched Ricochet and I had watched other movies before, you know, even before yeah. that. Um, so he was slowly but surely winning me over. But training day, I left the theater was like a wreck. I was, I, I'm like, this guy is everything that they've been saying he is. Yes, he is. And he just proved it right here, right now. On that screen. You and know the movie's good. I was rooting for him. Yeah. <laughs> not Ethan Hawke in Training Day. I was, ro- I was rooting I for was him. I was rooting, even though he was not playing the most. He was clearly the bad guy. Yeah, he was not the most morally upstanding person. In, in But I was rooting. I was for rooting him. for him. Yes. <laughs> I was rooting for him. I got upset. When he lost, I was like, fam, are you kidding me? I'm like, fam, why, why am I even watching this movie now? If I'm, I understand that he is clearly the bad guy. Yeah. <laughs> but the good guy doesn't always have to win. No. And the, and the interesting thing is that he made you like the bad guy. <laughs> it's like really crazy. It's like... He made you like you 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 sat there and you're like, wait a minute. I'm rooting for the bad guy. You are. I was I I cause I was really pr- pulling for him. And it wasn't even a like a long conversation. It was I'm rooting for the bad guy. Nope. And that's okay. No, you know, I was okay with it. That's okay. I was fine with it. But after that, I was okay. I was in. I mean, even though he had won the Oscar for Glory and everything, and 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 I had watched Glory and stuff, but again, I was I could see something. I could, I mean, but he just didn't do it for me. And yeah. but then Training Day, all right, you are everything. I said, man, as ends up, the scales have been lifted from my eyes, and you are everything that they've been saying you are. Yeah. You. For me, Glory wasn't a, like he was good in Glory. Yeah, but other than that one T, yeah, <laughs> that I still use as a reference. Yeah, that is still used as a reference. Uh, Glory wasn't the Denzel show for me. Uh huh. But um, Training Day was good. But yeah. for me personally, mm-hmm. um, I didn't get on the Denzel bandwagon until I saw American Gangster. Again, great movie. Because American Gangster. Love that movie. Love that everything. movie. Love that movie. Everything. Love that movie. Awesome. Awesome. Because, again, it's another movie. Yeah. Where technically. He was the bad guy. He was the bad guy. <laughs> and you found yourself, like, rooting for him. You're rooting for him. Yeah. 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 Because I'm like, fam, you shouldn't be. Because one, they showed you what what he was doing mm-hmm. was doing to the black community. Mm-hmm. Yep. But, but good gosh, he made it look cool. Yeah, he made it look so cool. He made it look cool. <laughs> oh man, yeah. He 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 won me over to now where it's like okay. And matter of fact, I have not seen it yet, but I, as soon as I get an opportunity to watch it or, or venue where I can see it in, I'm I'm excited because he got nominated this year for an Oscar for, um, what was it? Is it? The Tragedy of Macbeth? Yes. Yes. The Tragedy. He got, nom- he got nominated again, again for an Oscar. And 
I want to see it because I know he shines. No, he does. I he started watching stuff it. like that. Oh, you did? I did. Uh-huh. Um, I started watching it, but I I had to turn it off. Uh-huh. Because it's the tragedy of Macbeth mm-hmm. as written by. Mm-hmm. And if I'm not, I had to mentally prepare myself uh-huh. because the dialect is such that when I first read the tragedy of Macbeth mm-hmm. in high school, in high school, yeah, my teacher, he would let it read a section mm-hmm. and he would stop and then break it down. What we just what read. read. Yeah. Yeah. I need that for the movie. Okay. Because it is worded, they they acted mm-hmm. exactly as it's written. Okay, okay, okay. Which is probably why it's not um, mainstream. It's not one of the yeah. main. It's not like a mainstream hit, but it's more of like a for uh, an artistic kind of hit. I mean, an artistic, yeah. yeah, an artistic hit. Because you look, you you go see this movie for the art, not so much for the action or all. Even though I'm sure there's there's action and stuff involved in the story and tension and all that all all that other stuff involved in the in the story. But you're not going to you're going to see it more for art yes. than you are for for action. If yes. I'm saying that correctly. Um, where you're you're not getting training day or anything like that. You're not no. getting you're not getting um um little pieces or anything like you you're getting something. You're getting art. You're you're getting art. So it's not unusual. Who else is who's the actress in it? Is it Francis Francis Dorman is in it also too? Yes. Yeah, Francis Dorman is in it. And again, you know, you look at these are people that do that kind of work. I mean, they might do other. They'll do the the the, the other stuff too. But they they're mostly known for quote unquote art stuff. Yes, and, and roles like this. Yeah, and roles yeah, like and, that. And those, yeah. Yes. Yeah. But so, it's it it looks good. Yeah. It looks good. It looks I definitely beautiful. it looks like it's beautifully made. No, and, it was no. definitely beautiful. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like the set and everything. That's that was another reason I stopped watching. I started watching it at work mm-hmm. and there were just certain movies for me and shows that don't get justice if you watch them on your phone. Mm-hmm. So you can yeah. watch them again yeah, on your phone, like later on down the line. But the first time you watch them needs to be on like uh, an adequate screen. screen. Yeah, where you can kind of like sit back and and absorb. Yes, everything that's going on, you know, that's going on in in the, in the movie. Yeah. yeah. So I'm definitely I definitely plan to go back and watch it because the Oscars are coming up. Yeah, and um, I want to watch that. I don't think. I don't remember honestly if the tragedy of Macbeth was even nominated for best picture, but my plan is to go back and my plan is always what I've been doing for like the uh-huh. past four or five years, yeah, watching all of the movies nominated for best picture. But yeah, I usually try to do that. If not before, usually I might do it after. I'll do it after. Yeah. But usually some of them I've seen already, but not all of them. And, you know, there's certain ones I have not seen. Um, Man, there's certain movies. I didn't even find out what movies yeah. until they got, until, <laughs> until the nominations got went out. I was like, fam, yeah. when did this even come out? It was like the one with, the, like the big one that got the most nominations was the one with Burt Cumberbatch. Um, the Year of the Dog, I think that's the name. Yes. Again, no nothing. I didn't know anything about it. I was like, it's a Netflix movie. Is it really? Yeah. 
Okay, so good. I'll go back to Netflix and, and watch yeah, it. It's now. a Netflix movie. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I started that one too. I didn't finish okay. it. Okay. It's a slow movie. Is it slow? Yeah. Okay. It's a slow movie. Is it is it a, is it a cowboy movie? Cowboy esque. Cowboy esque. Okay. Yeah. Because not so much cowboys. They're ranchers. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. I gotta go. I gotta go and watch that because again, that's the that's the that's the favorite this year at the Oscars. Um, that's that one is the favorite. So I said, well, let me give it a if I can if I can see it before the Oscars, I'll give it a watch yeah. and see. But I'd like I'd like to see the other one too, the tragedy of Macbeth. And yeah. I forgot what there was another one that got. Oh, of course, um, um, West Side Story. West Side Story did get some yes, uh, quite yes, a few nominations nominations, and um, I was happy to see that. Um, yeah, actually, a lot of a good chunk of the best picture movies mm-hmm. are on Hulu. They even have their own category. Really? Yeah. Oh, on Hulu. They have their, their, uh, See, I haven't, I haven't been, you know what, I've been so caught up in other stuff lately, I have not been on Hulu yeah. in, in a minute. But They have uh, they have a uh, Oscar-nominated category okay, cool. on Hulu now. Cool. Then I will be going. And a lot of this year's nominees are awesome on Hulu for awesome. you to watch. And that's what I'll be doing this week. You know, how occasionally I'll, when I'm not doing, if I'm not watching anything special, particularly i'll venture over to hulu and watch one of those so that i can kind of like be a little bit more aware of what's going on at the oscars again you know from what i've seen you know and then we'll get back to you know i think that they've got a couple of couple of black actors and actresses who are who have been nominated this year for um for and i'm rooting for them and i'm rooting for them yeah i'm rooting for them always 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 rooting for them i'm like and you know what somebody will say well why are you rooting for us because they're black because they're black (laughs) and i say well isn't that race no that i am supporting my people i'm sorry so now well and so what if the movie is really bad i'm supporting my people i'm support And, and, and so Ah uh, yeah, no. I'm Black sorry. people don't put out bad movies. <laughs> there you go. That, that you know what? That's gonna be my response. Black people don't make bad movies. They don't make bad movies. All our movies are good. All of them. All of them. All of them are great. <laughs> they are great. Now, <laughs> now they are cinematic masterpieces. Now, even Pootie Tang, and especially Pootie Tang. <laughs> I will defend Pootie Tang what? like I made that movie with what? my own money. Like I was the producer. <laughs> executive, like, executive producer. Like I will I defend Pootie Tang like I signed all the checks <laughs> for everything involved in that movie. Now we got a good portion of the audience listening to us say, Well, Pootie Tang, what's that? Watch it. Watch it. Watch it. <laughs> oh goodness. I will defend Pootie Tang. Yeah, with my that is a hill I will die on. That Pootie Tang is a phenomenal piece of black art. (laughs) Matter of fact, why you watching that? While you watching, make it a double feature and watch it with CB four. Right after that, right Right after after that, that. you will not be disappointed. Before Black History Month is over, watch watch both Pootie Tang and and CB four. Yes, yes. Make it a date night. And if you got time, you could definitely watch Half Baked right after that. Oh my goodness, got to a, tr- a, tr- a triple feature. 
a triple feature. Watch Half Big right after that. Matter of fact, if you go down to Walmart and check the $5 bin, they come in the set together because that's how I got it. <laughs> My, it was a set of four movies because I bought two. Me? No, I'm not. Are you kidding me? I'm not. It's, it's, it's over there in the bin. <laughs> it was a set. They came together. It was um, CB4, mm-hmm. Half Baked, um, why am I? I'm drawing a blank on the two other movies, but it was a four pack. Really? Because I bought two four packs that day. Because mm-hmm. in that four pack, yes, it was um, a CB4 mm-hmm. half baked, and I'm drawing a blank on the other two movies. And then I also bought another four pack that had Friday, Friday after next, no Friday next Friday, Friday after next, and all about the Benjamins in it. <laughs> We make good movies. And Friday, the Fridays, since we here and mm-hmm. back on black cinema, mm-hmm. that has got to be one of the best trilogies ever made. True. True. Now, it is super unfortunate. It, it is almost canon that if you are black, you must have watched Fridays. All of them. Yes. Or you, if, if you have not watched, if you, no, no, you have watched them and possibly owned them. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it is also canon that Friday After Next is a Christmas movie. Is it really? Yes. It's been, it's been for, counted. Friday After Next is a Christmas movie uh-huh. for the exact same reason that Die, Die Hard, Hard is, is a, a Christmas, Christmas movie. movie. Okay. Yeah. Hear the that? exact same reason. Hear that? Friday After Next is a Christmas movie. And is one of my favorite Christmas movies. Oh man, is that see? As a matter of fact, in my younger days, when I drank, mm-hmm. one of my goals every December mm-hmm. was to do what Cat Williams said he was going to do, and Friday after next, is get one, get drunk and watch The Grinch. <laughs> so they were a couple of years at Christmas time. <laughs> I got drunk and watched The watch Grinch. The Grinch. Yep. Oh my God. <laughs> all because of uh-huh. Friday after next. All because okay. All because of Friday after next. Oh wow! It's a staple in the black community, which is wild. Since we're talking black cinema, mm-hmm. we're gonna um, I'm gonna get a little honest, Uncle Greg. Mm-hmm. When this love I have for black cinema mm-hmm. is recent, mm-hmm. like okay, maybe like seven eight years ago. Okay, recent. Okay. I am 30. I will be 31 next month. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but it was like seven, eight years ago. I wasn't initially a fan. Mm-hmm. I kind of shot away from. Mm-hmm. But uh, I found my way. Mm-hmm. I found my light. And I found my love. What brought you back over? What movie? What? 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 Was there, but was there a particular movie, or you just kind of like just found yourself drifting back more? So, um, yeah. Not so much. There wasn't a specific movie, mm-hmm. right? But the choice of the color of the women I dated changed colors. Okay. Okay. And they got a little bit more melanin in them. Okay. <laughs> and because of that, I started watching some movies. Uh-huh. And I was like, oh, this is really good. Yeah. And then I would watch more, and I'd be like, oh, this is really good. Mm-hmm. And then just the more I watched, you just found out 
the statement stands, mm-hmm. the more I watch, the more I found out black people really don't make bad movies. Even if you go back to the to, to the days of what they call the quote unquote black exploitation movies, again, that was all we had. Yeah. That was all we had. We had no we had no um quote unquote heroes. So in essence, you know what the way you the way you end up feeling about Denzel in Training Day is not is 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 not unusual because again we growing up we had no real quote unquote black heroes right. on the on the screen and so and it's interesting so what what white Hollywood allowed us to make and I'm sure they didn't always think of it that way. Those people on screen became our heroes. Yeah. Superfly was a hero to us. He was a drug he was a drug runner. Mm-hmm. The Mac was a hero to us. He was a pimp. You know, again, these and you know, and 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 all the and all the black militant movies that came, Black Gun, um, Slaughter, Slaughter's Big Ripoff. Again, all of these black, all of these, all of these black militant type movies, they became our here. They were our heroes. Why were they our heroes? They were our heroes because they were quote unquote, as we used to say in the sixties, they were taking it to the man. <laughs> and that was a very big deal. And for us. That was a big deal. Hold on. Push pause. Not was. It still it's, is. It still is. You know what I'm saying? Because truth. Truth. We still truth. we still need to be taken. Enjoy it to the man. a good taking Take it, it to, to, to the, the man, man movie. movie. <laughs> <laughs> oh true. Yep. We still we, we still, we enjoy, still good, enjoy a good taking it to the man yeah. movie. Sticking it to the man. Definitely. <laughs> Matter of fact, that was what they called him in um Undercover Brother. Yes. The man. The man. Matter of fact, not only in, in Undercover Brother, but um I'm gonna get you sucker. Yes. It was the man. The man. <laughs> the man. The man. And I think well what was one of the funniest scenes, it's underrated scene, and even Undercover Brother mm-hmm. was Which is um, one, which is one of my favorite. It's movies. another movie you should watch. Right oh, after you watch oh Half my Bait, God. We just just watch Boot Black. Up. Boot it up. Boot up at Undercover Brother, please. It's <laughs> one of my favorite movies. I'm Eddie Griffin, if he didn't make any other good movies in his life, that one he will always be yes. remembered for. Yes. He will always be remembered for for yes. that one. For Under- him and honestly, Dave Chappelle's role in that movie. Yes, him and Dave Chappelle, they were in- because Conspiracy Brother was my favorite. <laughs> <laughs> he was so good. I mean, it's like it wasn't like a real major role, but you remember you him. You remember him. You will remember. He, 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 he stand. He stood. It was just and some of the little, just a little quick lines that he would say, even under his breath. You were listening to. You were. You found yourself listening to him more than you might have been listening to some of the other characters. Yeah. Because he was going to say something so totally out there, so totally crazy that it was going to make you laugh. Yeah. And it's honestly, it's funny seeing Dave Chappelle now mm-hmm. and the role he played then mm-hmm. was almost kind of what's the word I'm looking for. 
Um, wait, you're telling the future. Like, what's the word I'm looking oh, for? Oh, okay. Um, what was what is what is what is uh, I don't I, I wanted to say prophecy, but it's not really prophecy. You're talking like a something about the, yeah, it, it yeah, was almost, like you almost it was almost like a, pre- a prediction for the future, yes. You almost it was almost like a, a, a prediction, a precursor to what he was to getting. To what he was getting at. Yeah, and to what and he was getting ready to do. Because I'm like, fam, that's conspiracy brother Jones that just did them comedy specials on Netflix. <laughs> 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 he, he stopped oh, he stopped working for uh he stopped oh, working goodness. with Undercover Brother and he started working for and started doing <laughs> comedy. He started working for Netflix. He started working for Netflix and dropping comedy. But yeah, that movie. Oh, like that's what I was saying. Back to one of the best lines with the man at the end after of, of undercover uh, brother. undercover brother okay. when Feather died. Yes, yes. What did he say? When he said, "Oh, oh God, what was the line?" That brother went out like a sucker. sucker. <laughs> he said, he, he said, the brother went out like a sucker." Let's get out of here. Let's get out of here. <laughs> and I'm like, "Fam, really?" Oh my God! But yeah. Undercover Brother is such a great movies like that, man. It's just, yeah. it's just a small taste of just you know how great we are as a people. And it's interesting, none of them were really, really box office smashes, but again, they found a, they found an audience out, out out off off screen. They found an audience, and they're now like staples in our yeah, what we like to call a hood classic. Hood, yeah, there you go, hood classics. They are hood a hood they are classic, straight up hood classics. You want to have a hood classic night? Just just boot up all the get all the Fridays, Pootie Tang, Half Baked, Undercover Brother, CB Four, CB Four, yes, and just have yourself a party, a time. (laughs) Just have yourself a time. Have yourself a party. And I'm glad that um, movies have come far from just those types of movies. Yeah, Yeah, but. Those type of movies still have a place in my heart. They do, they do. I, I still. They, as a matter of fact, they've, they've, they started showing them again on. You, you might run across them sometimes, depending on what channels you might be running across. A lot of Pam Greer movies. You know, she was the first cinematic black woman bad butt. You know, mm-hmm. she, she bad girl. She was the the one again. She was the first black woman to to kind of like taking it, sticking it to the man, taking it, taking it to the streets, and you know, it was, and so, and so here it is to move to see her. She moved from there, and then she moved to really legitimate. Well, not I won't say legitimate Hollywood, but moved on into Hollywood. And again, see, and this is what we we talked about Quentin Tarantino. How he can how he can look at somebody who might have been an um who might have been in the in the um in the industry earlier in their careers and they might have fallen off or just disappeared and then he'll go and get them and put them and and give them opportunity in a major in one of his major in a major motion picture because again Pam Greer kind of like dropped off the scene until Jackie Brown next thing you know Jackie Brown she's sitting at the Oscars on the first on the on like the first or second row because she had been nominated for for an Academy yeah. Award because of Jackie Brown and this opened up more doors for her because now now she became another a, a mainstream actor actress again because of that and it's well deserved. Yes, it's Jackie well deserved. Jackie Brown was a great movie. 
Because even the same, not so much Quentin Tarantino, but like I always appreciate that when it's someone who we haven't seen mm-hmm. in a long time because they just kind of fell off or they just kind of, you know, they they disappear for a while. Yeah. And then they come back. And when they come back, it's like they get this one role. Yeah. This one role that just like. It just it sends them right back to the top because for me um watching wow i just had the name of this movie and now i can't think of it it was an oh my goodness oh my goodness i just had the example uncle g eddie murphy it was one of his movies yes it was the most recent one that he did on netflix oh you're talking about um the the dolomite Dolomite is my name dolomite is my name and because he had he had like a string of just he was on top yeah and then, and then he, he did just like a bunch of really good but just not top tier yeah. black movies yeah. I thought you was gonna catch me and say he did a bad movie no you're not no. he did a couple of really good but just not not quite there not quite there black movies mm-hmm. but and then he kind of took a break for a while and then all the trouble Wesley Snipes was in. Mm-hmm. For the both of them to come back in this movie. Yeah. Dolomite is my name is one of the it is hilarious. Hilarious. Now the question I gotta ask you, have you ever watched any of the original Dolomite movies? No, because until I watched the movie, you had nothing. I had, had no, no idea, idea who he was, exactly. Which which even that in the, in and of itself even blew my mind that you would even take a a, a character like Dolomite and that you would take that and you would make a movie about it because here's the thing because again a lot of people are looking at me like Dolomite who's that Dolomite. but I'm sure you'll know you knew by the time you watched yes by the time yes. You finished, I was you well aware it. by the time I finished the movie yeah. but prior to yeah I had, no, I idea. had no idea that this movie was based on a real a character. real character yeah whose movies we used to go to the th- again we used to go to the theater to see those movies we used to go to we I think there were three of them. Um, it was Dolomite. Um, I think three or four of them that, that were in the movies. Dolomite, the, the only ones I can remember, Dolomite, the Union, the, the Human Tornado. Um, uh, and the other one was Petey Wheatstraw, the Devil's Son-in-Law. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Oh, yeah, okay. 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 Great movies, y'all. <laughs> Matter of fact, you can put that on their second list. The second, yes. Yeah. But I was like, you know, just to see that. And even Wesley Snipes' comeback. Yeah. And just the way he's been able to just re and reinvent himself. And, and, and to get back in the game. And to get back in the game and to just still have. It's good to see that he still has the same high caliber of acting. Yeah. Yeah. That he had prior to. Because, oh, yeah. well, it's it just a little tax trouble. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. He, he, he didn't kill anybody. Right. He didn't like it was no murder committed. No. Like he didn't he didn't rob a bank. He nope. didn't rape nobody. Like nope. it was just it's a little tax trouble. Tax trouble. I guess it's a little tax trouble. Everybody has it. Everybody does it. Hello. So he went to he he did his time. He came out and he got back in the game. I'm glad and I'm, I'm glad. Glad, glad to glad. see him. Glad to see him back. Because he was de- he's definitely missed. Yeah. yeah. Because yeah. for me personally, Blade Oh my gosh, Blade! 
And it's interesting. A lot of a lot of, when they when they're talking about Marvel movies, they don't often. Talk, they don't mention Blade. They don't. They don't mention Blade. And and I'm I'm like, wow, that's really. I I I had to really sit down and think about that one day. I said, you know what? They don't talk about. They don't Blade talk about Blade being part of the MCU. And the fact that now, from what now, I now they're making him a part of the MCU, but he's always he's been. always been there. He was one of the. He was one of the first. He was before Iron Man and the yes. Avengers. Yes, and what they don't tell you is those Blade movies mm-hmm. were keeping the lights on at Marvel. Wow! When they were out. Wow! Get out! Really? They kept the lights on. Really? Yeah. Matter of fact, if you go, you know, you know how in the beginning of every Marvel movie they they do the 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 um. The they do the the opening the opening scene is usually you know you got like a comic the book comic page, page flipping. flipping yeah they were doing that in the Blade movie that was being done in the Blade movie because I watched I think it was the first one and I was like oh hey they was doing that then and so, so it wasn't something that they did after the Avengers or after Iron no. Man became popular they was doing they was doing it then back then when put some respect on that man's name yes yeah put some respect on that man's name y'all better y'all better and everything that he brought to the character of Blade cause Blade was just a really really cool dude yeah 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 like he was just really cool he was like a cool Batman but better yeah cause he could actually you know do stuff. Do stuff. Yeah. Um, but yeah, man. Yeah, they got to give Wesley his props. They got to the give him his props. And, 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 and even when, even though they are doing a new Blade movie that they're going to add into the MCU, using him in, in the MCU, um, and I think Marshala Mahershala, Mahershala Ali. Ali is playing yes. the role again. Who is? I'm sure will bring. Yes, he's a he's a great actor. He's I'm a sure. phenomenal actor I'm in his sure, own right. I'm sure he's going to bring something really good. I would think it would be really cool if they had Snipes in as a cameo or just something. That would be cool. That would be really cool. That would be really cool because you somebody know? even said it. Um, he said Mahershala Ali tweeted mm-hmm. that he hopes that he could live up to. What Snipes did. What Snipes did. Yeah. And Wesley Snipes actually replied and said, bro, you're going to take it to a whole new level. Yeah. I believe it already. Yeah. See. And even seeing See. that See. is fantastic See. because he could have pulled the Pierce Brosnan role yeah. with 007. Yeah. Because I watched uh, TMZ caught up with him mm-hmm. when um, one of the more recent 007s came out. Mm-hmm. And they asked him what he thought of 007, like what he thought of the new 007 movies. Mm-hmm. And he said, I've never seen any of them. Are you kidding me? Wow. Really? I'm like, fam, how can you do how that? How you do that? I mean, you're still, you're, you're, you were a part of that. You're a part of that. Like, that's. Yeah. So it looks like you would want to see what they're doing and 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 support and support right. the next guy. The next guy coming in, you yeah. would want them to succeed. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's kind of like what they do in the WWE. Have like you have guys come in, you have the legends come in, and you have the new guy mm-hmm. who you want to get the stamp mm-hmm. to beat the legend. Yeah, to kind of it's called putting them over. Yeah, yeah. to help them gain popularity yeah. and take what you built to another level. To another level. Yeah. You should want that. You should have been the first one to embrace um, 
what's um Daniel Craig when he when he when got he, the role. When he got the role. You should have been the one like, you know what, dude? Yeah, you're gonna be you're gonna be around. You're gonna take this to another level. Right. And and then to be there to make sure he took it to another level, you know, to, to and always and you know, pushing in him, encouraging him, saying, you know what, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. To make sure that it that it went to another level. Um and whoever gets it now after Daniel Craig, you know, they should you would think that all the, the, the those that are still alive would always be, you know, shooting them text messages or or or, or tweeting words of it's like, you know what, hey, you got, you got this, you got this, you got a whole franchise riding on your, on your shoulders, right? Make, and it's just like because it, it kind of then helps because it's like, yo, you got a whole franchise riding on your shoulders, but I hit me up, yeah, I'll tell you. If you need, uh, if you need, if you need some, if you need some tips, yeah, yeah. Um, actually, her, they're they're pushing for Idris to get it. I know, I know. There's a campaign for Idris to get it, and and I don't even want to get excited about it. I I mean, I would love to see Idris get it, but I'm not trying to get excited or get overexcited about it because I'm afraid that you know, you know, it'll. You know, you get excited, and then they'll snatch the rug out and say, "Nah, it's gonna be some somebody else." You know, for that though, I personally believe it's a bit late. You think he's a little, a little older? Yeah, a little bit too late. For they should have got. He should have been like, "No time to die" is Daniel Craig's last role yeah. as Bond. Yeah, he should have been Daniel Craig. Yeah, because he was a lot younger. He was a lot. He would have been a lot younger, and because you know the role is fizz, and you know Craig took it to another level because he did like a lot of stunts and he did like a lot of th- and it took a toll. You know, it takes a toll on you. And you, so yeah, I, I see what you're saying. And that would be my only thing about Idris is the fact that you know you're a little older. Yeah, he's, so he's he, a little older. Like it's yeah, fine. Yeah. And then again, an issue I am having, right? With, like, things like that. Mm-hmm. You finding a new Bond, and you want him to be black. That's mm-hmm. what the people are pushing for. Yeah. Not the company themselves, but us, the yeah, fans. The fans are pushing for They're it. pushing for a black Bond. Yeah. Fine. But just as we kind of didn't really know Daniel Craig mm-hmm. until he got until, the role of Bond. That's right. Find someone. Mm-hmm. Who is doing really good? Yep. Who who like find an actor who you think could carry could it. carry it could carry the franchise for years? Yeah, yeah. Could do a trilogy. Yeah. Find find and find a, a a young black actor who you think could pull off a trilogy, and even maybe more than trilogy. It's kind of like trying to find. It's almost like for me, and this could be. It's almost like if they picked. Robert Downey Jr. now mm-hmm. to start the Iron Man franchise. Yeah. No. No. But, like, yes, he has the look. Yeah, he had the look. But he has the look. But now. Little. Little too old. Little too old. Yeah. Little too old. Yeah. You've had your moment. You've had your time. And again, and, and again, it's, it's good. It's good. You left on top. You left on a good note. And again, you'll always, you're always going to be remembered for that. Right. Know? And it's like, um, back to Idris Elba. And mm-hmm. he's a good actor. Yes. He's a phenomenal actor. 
Do I think he could pull it off? Absolutely. Yes, he could do it. You know, does he have a trilogy in him, or how much? How much time does he have? That's the question. Right. It's it's a limited shuffle. Yeah. It's 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 not. He he's you're not going to get as much mileage out of him as you probably as you probably would a younger actor, yeah. and it'll give another person a chance. Yeah. Yeah. To grow. Now you could, because like. You could bring in Idris as a consultant, maybe. Mm-hmm. But I don't think you would need. I don't think you'd even need to do that. <laughs> you ever? See, I saw. Um, I don't know if it was. A, I saw it on YouTube or a meme or something like that. But they were saying um, that the, the the person they had they had a guy and he almost looked like Idris Elba, but it, it was like Idris Elba can do anything, and they had him going through all these different. things. There was this one thing where he was a, a where Steve was doing surgery on somebody, and he was like, um, "We don't know how to." You know, they didn't, they kind of like got stuck on something. He comes in the room, no scrubs on or nothing, and he's like, "All right, all right, scalpel, give me this, give me this." And they're like, well, "Wait, wait, 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 who are you?" He says, "I'm Idris Effin Elba." <laughs> <laughs> and they're like, he's like, "I can do anything." <laughs> It was so funny. I was crack. I was cracking up. He's like, I can do anything. I was dying. But um, yeah. I I I I know he's always been the front. I, and then at one point, and this was years. ago, This was even years ago. Before I think before or around the time they had picked Daniel Craig, um, there was talk about Will Smith. There was some. There was some limited talk about Will Smith. I think that's where it should have stayed. Yeah. Yeah. It's a limited talk. <laughs> you don't think he could have done it? It's like I said, this was around about the time um Brosnan was going off the scene and they had not picked Daniel Craig yet. And they were trying to figure out that and it was at that point that the that people started asking, Well, how about a black guy to play play James Bond? And his name, I forgot his name came up, and I forgot who else's name, who else's name came up. But he was quote unquote as as far as black actors. You, you remember, well, this is in his yeah, heyday. No, nah, I get it. This is in his heyday. I get and it. So That's he a... was he was Mr. Summer Box Summer Box Office Blockbuster. If he did something and they, and they released it in the summer, it was guaranteed. It was almost like guaranteed to be a hit. But at any rate. He, I mean, they, it was just limited talk, but they had. That was when they first started considering the possibility of there being a black man to play James Bond, and I'm sure that made them hurry up and pick Daniel Craig real quick. Because <laughs> I'm like, fam, you don't need. 007 is not a movie where you need a name attached to it. No, you really don't, because the franchise is so huge. You just really need somebody cool. And who, right. could, and, and, and who could pull off the role and look good in the tux. That's it. Pull off the role and look good doing it. That's what you're looking for. They That's don't have it. To, they don't have to be um sh- they don't have to be doing Shakespearean type acting because it's not even about that. It's more about the action than anything than else. Anything else. It's about the action and the cool gadgets. There you go. It's action and gadgets. That's it. And the villain. That's it. You got action gadgets and a good villain. You got a Bond movie. Excuse me. And beautiful. And, oh, yeah. 
and bikinis. And yeah, that's right. Beautiful women in bikinis. That is the standard Bond movie formula that they have never deviated from. And they may have smoothed it out or tweaked it here, tweaked it there, put more or, or even dialed back. But that's always been the standard Bond for, and that is why people go see those people who are diehard fans. That's what they're going. That's what they're going to see. That's what they're going to see. You give them anything less, it's like, what was this? Listen, at the end of the day, if it ain't broke, don't break it. Yeah, they. (laughs) Yeah, if If it it ain't ain't broke, broke, don't don't break break it. it. They don't break it. Keep that formula. Um, But yeah, I'd be down to see a black Bond, but I just don't think. I don't think there needs to be. I think they need to find him. Yeah. Yeah. And not pick from one of the already cemented celebrities yeah. that's out. Because you could, he's out there. He's out there. He's out there. There's like a lot of And he's of just young, waiting. There's a couple of them. There's a lot of young black actors out there who could probably pull it off. Well. Well. Yeah. Well. Well. And if they just give, if they were just giving the opportunity. Um, but yeah. Like we do with everything else. Give us. Give us a shot. That's all you And have. watch what we do. And watch what we do with it. Watch what we do with it. Yep. I mean, just like the young man who's now who's now piloting the, you know, the Bel Air. Again, if I'm correct, he was a relative unknown. Yes. And picked by Will Smith, but there was something about something Will Smith saw in him that would that made him say, you know what, I'm going to risk everything on you. Because I think you have what it takes to do this, to do this to play this role, right? And it's about taking a risk. That's it. Because again, it. what else is going to do is if you take a risk, and one you say black bond, mm-hmm. guess what you've now done? You've now opened yourself to more because black people are going to go see it. Yes, more more than who would originally go see more than it's again. Here's the thing: the truth of the matter is, the James Bond movie is really not a a, a quote unquote black supported franchise. No, you know you have black people that go see it, but it's not really you know most. You go in the black house on a Friday night, you ain't gonna find it. <laughs> you ain't you ain't gonna find it. You're not even gonna find if you ask a lot of black people. A lot of black people have. How many James Bond movies have you seen in your lifetime? What? James Bond. They still making those? Exactly. <laughs> they still make those? I ain't seen that. I've never seen a James Bond movie. Again, I've seen all of them repeatedly. Uh, again, I'm a, because I've been a fan since I was a kid. You know, I've been a fan since Sean Connery. I'm just a fan, and uh, I would go see it even, in, I'd go to the movies to see a James Bond movie, go to the theaters, rather, to see a James Bond movie, and then you could count us <laughs> pretty much on, on one hand. Usually it would be me and one of my good friends, he was a big fan, too, and we would go see it together, and yeah, but there were never a lot of us in the theater. Right. This isn't, so you open yourself up to a whole new to a, a whole, whole new marketplace. Marketplace. Because what black recently, what black people we gonna do? We gonna support us. We will support us, and that's a good thing. 
You that's know, a fantastic thing. That's a good thing that we will support. We will support us. We will, especially artistically, we will we will support the art. Um, you know, and and yeah, and you'll sometimes you'll ask, well, why did you go see that movie? Because it was black people in it. It was black people in it. <laughs> I'm like, but that's not well. Was the movie good? Sure, it was. Yes, because it was black people in it. Black people in it. <laughs> And nobody can, and it's really funny because nobody can, nobody understands that. Okay, well, you don't get it. You don't get it. You don't have to get it. You but don't have to get it. It's a us thing. We get it. We get it. It's almost like, did you see the preview for Jordan Peele's new movie? Yes, I did. What'd you think of that? Oh, I can't wait. I can't wait. And again, I'm going to see it. First of all, because I enjoy, I, I'm, I'm a fan of his work. I'm a, I'm a big fan of his work. Yes. But even if I weren't a big fan of his work, I'm still going to, I would still go and see it because he did the movie. Exactly. Because it's a Jordan Peele movie. I would still go and see it, even though I'll probably, I would probably be sitting there like, okay, what's going on here? What's going on here? And that's why I like to go to his movies because, again, even though they may be quote unquote horror or horror ish movies, they make you think. You're not going in there just blind yes you know you you're going in there you're going in there to watch and then that and to me that's a big that's 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 great because now you make people come to your movies and actually watch the movie they're listening and they're watching everything that's going on because they know that everything has a meaning yep everything has a meaning you're not coming in his movies and just shutting off your brain And, and that's what i love and that's what i love about his movies no, that's that's always a good thing because, again, there's not a, it provides an extra layer. Yeah, and I'm always down for an extra yeah. layer. Yeah, because one, the fact that, uh, because a majority of the cast are black, mm-hmm. you know that at the end of this horror flick, the it's black person's gonna survive, <laughs> and that's been a thing for us in horror movies. In horror movies, yeah, that we don't survive them any matter fact. We're gone usually within the first half hour. Hello. <laughs> if I'm not mistaken, they say it all the time. I believe it was either, I forget which one. It was either LL Cool J mm-hmm. or Ice Cube mm-hmm. were one of the two gentlemen was the first one to survive a horror movie. It might have been both of them, but I think it was Ice Cube. Because he was an anaconda. He was an anaconda, and he, he survived. An, he survived. Anaconda. Yeah. And then LL Cool J survived in Deep Blue Sea. Deep Blue Sea, yep. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Which has one of my favorite scenes ever, though. When Sam Jackson got eaten by that shark. <laughs> that, has, that is one of the oh, best scenes. one of the best scenes in that movie. In that movie. Oh, my goodness. Like, I say it all the time because he was so serious. We are not going to fight anymore. And the shark just jumps. That's we one gonna the- get in this water, yeah. and we got home. <laughs> then dude was gone, gone, gone. Uh, yeah, because it was like you, and it, it was so totally unexpected. It just happened. Like everybody was sitting there, like, <gasps> because you had no idea <laughs> that that was getting ready that to that happen. was getting ready to happen. Yeah, that was good. That was good. But just you know, shout out to them for you know. Surviving horror movies. Yeah. But we, again, because we... Because 
um, I'm excited about, like I said, the Jordan Peele movie. And, you know, and I'm sure that there's been a contingent, you know, that, that would probably try to keep him from making movies. Because, again, you know what? Here's the thing. Because of the fact that his movies are not traditional type horror movies, you know, they're more like horror drama horror you know scary kind of stuff but you know but again like i said stuff that makes you think you know you you think that that i know there's a scene in the preview where you know they're showing all the the there's like a field of the, the happy those those blow up men yes. that that's waving their arms and they all go silent at the same time and they just deflate and fall on the ground and you're sitting there, you're looking at that scene, and I'm sitting there like, okay, there is a purpose for that. Yep. You know, because he didn't just shoot that or put that there for no reason. That, was, that, that wasn't there for no reason. There's, that's there for a reason. It opens up talking about one of the first televised. See, again, you and you get a little bit of history when you, he, they talk of opening up this, the, the whole thing. Um, because he takes you there. They show a scene of a black man riding a horse and they and they were saying historically that's one of the first scenes one of the first recorded scenes i think of a black man on camera and the girl who was talking about it saying was saying that that was her was talking to a a, a group of students telling them that that was her great 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 grandfather and i'm like okay you know that and you already know that that has that's going to be really a big purpose, a part of whatever this movie mm-hmm. is going to be about. See, and then just the title of the movie. Nope. 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 <laughs> that's our, that's our that's line. That's our line. That is our line. It's like, yo, what's up? Nope. No. Nope. Especially while we're watching, while we're watching horror, horror movies, horror though. It's like, nope. 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 You see something happening? Mm-mm. Nope. And like you see somebody walking? You hear a creak? Nope. Nope. <laughs> nope. You, don't just, you just say nope and turn around and go the other way. That's it. Because <laughs> what I'm not going to deal with is, is this. Whatever's going on down there, I ain't dealing with that. Nope. Nope. I even, it's funny, I do that uh, with my mother. Because mm-hmm. sometimes we'll be in the house mm-hmm. and she'll he- we'll hear something mm-hmm. in another room. Mm-hmm. And she'll be like, you heard that? Nope. <laughs> she said, you're not going to go see what that is? Nope. I said, that's how white people die in horror see? movies. Because no. they hear a noise. And then they and gotta, instead of going the opposite I, way, they go investigate what happened. I ain't no detective. Not at all. That's like, uh, so I, I ain't Scooby in the game. Which <laughs> was <laughs> Which reminds me of a of a good line from one of the funniest lines from the the the, the latest Spider Man movie when which got robbed at the Oscars, but we ain't gonna talk about it. Oh please! One of the funniest lines from the from the heart from the from the Spider Man movie is like when they 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 encounter um, the first time the kids encounter Doctor. Doctor Strange, and he's giving them the the, the 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 job of going and finding. He said, and he looks at them. He said, "Y'all go find that." He says, "Scooby, do that." Yes. 
<laughs> that line, I thought that was so funny. He, I, I thought that was so funny. But just speaking of Doctor Strange. <laughs> oh, we're both sitting here staring at each other with our mouths open now. It's like, oh, man, oh, man. Oh, 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 I can't wait for that movie. I must have watched the preview about five times because I'm trying, I'm trying to take in. Ordinarily, I don't watch, you know, I watch it and then let it go. I must have watched this preview about five times because I'm trying to take in everything. Trying to, I'm like, I'm trying to take in everything. Trying to take in everything because I'm like, this is going to be insane. Insane. Absolutely insane. I, I said, I got to go. I said, I, I will probably watch WandaVision again before I go see, you know, before I go see the movie. Oh, um, I might run through everything again. Yeah. I said, I'll probably try and I run might. through as much stuff as I can. I definitely will watch the Spider-Man movie because, again, a lot of it starts. Remember in the ending of the spider And I'm sorry we got off the black history thing. but We'll get back to black. We'll get, we'll get back to that in a second. But remember at the end of the Spider-Man movie, they, it kind of like leads you into, it's leading you into this movie mm-hmm. because they were standing on top of the building and you could see up in the clouds and he was saying that, all right, he said the multiverse is opening up. And he, and he said, all he said, different realities are opening up all around us. And you could literally look up into the sky, you could see all these different things going on. Yeah. And he said, we don't know what's going to come through. He said, we're going to, he said, I got to close, he said, I have to close all of that off. He said, but we don't know what got what may have gotten through or what could possibly come through. And that was when he gave him gave um, Peter Parker the proposition, gave Spider-Man the proposition that in order for me to do this, I'm gonna have to make everybody forget that you exist. That's gonna be the cost of all this. Is I'm gonna have to make everybody ex- everybody forget Peter Parker exists. Yes. That was when he. That was when he because it was he. Because he had to close all of that off, and so now in this movie he's dealing with the repercussions of all of that. Of all of that, that movie's gonna be good. That movie's gonna be absolutely insane. And then I was looking at because I didn't get it the first time I saw the preview, but they kept watching and watching, and watching it. But um, they they were saying that this is going to be like the introduced introduction of the of mutants into the MC universe. Yes. Professor X is in this movie. Yes. Professor X is in this movie. Yes. Now I'm curious to see which one. Oh. Um you didn't recognize the voice? No. Patrick Stewart. Oh, it's Stewart? Oh <laughs> that's what I man. <laughs> yep. At least according to what I've been hearing and what I've been reading and what I saw in the in the in the in the, in the Easter egg trailer, they said. And then when you go back, when you when you when they say it, and you go back and you watch the trailer again, now I gotta go watch the trailer again. You, I need to- you hear it, you're like, "Yep, that's that sounds like Patrick Stewart." To oh me. man, you better go sit back in that chair. <laughs> Woo! Yep, I'm Pat- excited. Patrick is back in the seat. Now they said they still don't know which X Men are eventually going to come through, or if it's going to be. But but for this particular movie and in this particular scene, they said um, they're using the Illuminati. And they said, and Professor X was one of the Illuminati, and but they and but for this particular version of the, of the Illuminati, is is they're they're using him. Story. Okay, they're using him. 
I'm like, oh, I can't <laughs> wait. I can't wait. I cannot wait. Can't wait. And then I kept looking at little robots. I was like, Ultron, Ultron. Those are like they look like little Ultron robots. <sighs> yeah. So it's gonna be great. That's gonna be great. But yeah, black people. Yeah. Black movies. Yeah. We didn't really touch on black television. That's okay. No, that's okay. But again. There are some good so there are some good shows on there. There are we, some great shows. Um, uh, we recommend to you Ab- Abbott Elementary. Abbott Elementary. If you have yes. not watched it yet, and what's the other one on Channel Four? Grand Crew. Grand Crew. Those are the two hot ones out now. Yes. And they haven't really had any hot ones on there, out there since, um, the last big, would be well well would be Blackish, and yes. then and then This Is Us. Even though it's not unquote unquote a black show, but it had black characters. Oh, Randall and his. Yeah. I need. I talk to Lee about this all the time. I need a Randall and Beth. Those are two characters. Mm-hmm. Um, I need a spinoff. Really? Because I'm not finished with them yet. Really? Yes. That could happen. Because you never, you never know. That could happen. That show is interesting because they they dive into a lot of what Randall's this last season. Mm-hmm. Not the current season we're in. Mm-hmm. This last season, they delved a lot into Randall and what it was like for him growing up mm-hmm. a black man in a white family. Okay. And just all of, like, just the traumas and him having to deal with not finding his own. Mm-hmm. And, like, him having, like, him once he found his people. Because mm-hmm. I think he went to Howard. So then he kind of felt like, you know, wow. he found his people his, and they like they go into all of that. Mm-hmm. And it gets real ugly. Really? Yeah. But it's it's very powerful and important. I can't, I, I got to go back. I, I, got, I keep saying I got to go back and I got to watch the show from the beginning. Cause I didn't I was not I didn't watch it because I know it just looked incredibly. I know we've had this conversation yeah. before. You know, I just looks a, a, a really, really emotional. You know, yeah, no, it's it's a really good show because it deals with, um, it deals with black trauma a lot and how we handle things or don't handle don't things handle sometimes. Things. Don't and 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 more and yeah and how we yeah and how we don't and how we things. can definitely tend to just avoid the uncomfortable. Yeah. Again, and um, how are we doing? And and then, um, yeah, how we don't deal with stuff. And when we don't deal with stuff, we're, and, and again, we don't, because we're, we're you know, and, and I, I hope y'all don't get mad at me for saying this, because sometimes we, we, sometimes we, we have a tendency to, not, no, no, I, I won't say you'll get mad, but I, we said that's, that's, that's in-house talk. <laughs> We have a tendency to keep things in house. Yes. And we don't sh- we don't we don't share it with what's people outside the house and then we don't also know and but what the sad part about that is that we won't talk about it ourselves. So we kind of like kind of like pretend that it doesn't exist. And that doesn't do that never serves not healthy. that never that doesn't yeah, it's not healthy. It's not healthy. It never serves us well. And we're we're in a I, I I so when I hear people say you know that's 
that's in-house talk. You know? And I'm like, no, we need to talk about no, it. We need we to need, talk about we it. We need to talk about stuff. And, you know, just a sidebar, because we, we ended off last last the last show talking about it. And, again, I'm going to invite everybody who has not, especially all of, a, all of, a, all of us, all of a all of my black sisters and brothers, if you have not yet watched, we don't. Um, we need to talk about Cosby. You need to, because again, not so much. Because again, we when you and when you watch it, you'll understand why. You'll understand why I'm saying this, because again, um, it's, it's it's really weird. Because as a fam- as a black family. We don't. We need to deal. We need to deal with that and come to a and 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 or be helped to deal with that because I didn't even realize how ambivalent I was and how torn I was about it until I read till I watched those four episodes and I'm sitting there and I'm like, oh my god, and I'm struggling with all these emotions and you know find myself even getting choked up in some in certain scenes that it was like, and even after that. You may not come to a, a a conclusion of 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 whether you like him or, and I think that's that's the real confusion part 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 is that we don't know how we're supposed to feel about him. Right. Is that we don't know how we're supposed to feel about him, and we want to defend him, but then by the, on the same token, it's like we can't defend we can't defend that. But it's like. And so you're struggling with the duality of all this stuff going on, and it but it just really just helps you to deal with it to 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 kind of like put a put a pin in it and and to kind of like just um, come to an come to something within yourself because it, it's, it's like you may never everybody's not going to agree with it even in our, even in our, it, amongst ourselves everybody's not going to agree with it but it'll help you to come some kind of some type of closure. Okay to have some type of closure about the whole situation because that's what I came away with. It's like, it's okay, it helped me to, I said, I wish they, I was telling um, Mo before we started, I said, I wish that this had came out during the pro, during all of this because again, it probably would have helped us as a people to gain some sort of closure and, and, and if nothing else, so that we could at least talk about it. We we won't talk. We won't no. talk. We will not talk about, we'll talk about it. it. It's like I don't know if you saw, you saw the the movie Encanto. Yes, you see, you saw, I yes. love the movie Encanto. But there was the one the one brother uncle that they wouldn't talk about, and the, the song was "We Don't Talk About Bruno." Wait, hold on. I thought I was thinking of Luca. Huh. I saw Encanto. Yeah, that was the one where the family. Had no, 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 I saw it. Okay, I just yeah. the excitement I gave it. Mm-hmm. Nah, I just had to pull it back. No. That's all it was. <laughs> Okay. That's that's literally all that was. The excitement I gave it, I had to pull it back. They um but there there was one there was one brother and he was a brother to some of them and uncle to others, but his name was Bruno and they and they and what he had done and he had been kinda of like banished from the family, but there was and they would never see, but the thing is that that's all well and good, but you had a whole generation coming up that didn't know what he did. And it was we don't talk about and Bruno. we don't and then and every time she would ask the question that we don't talk about Bruno and there was even a song about there was a song and it's he, a song called we don't talk about a, Bruno we don't talk about Bruno no no <laughs> and that's what we were doing with Bill Cosby he said, we don't talk, yeah, about, we don't talk Cosby. about Cosby no no <laughs> we don't 
we wouldn't we 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 wouldn't talk about him. We would not talk about it amongst again in it, unless it was just in house conversation, which isn't always healing. No, it's not at all. But we need to, we need it, and and I think that's that's what the, the 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 comedian who did it and and did the documentary that was what he was trying to do. He was trying to get it to talk about it so that we could heal and so that we could kind of like move on not so much even move on from it but so that we could kind of like just heal and deal deal with it and heal from it because it happened it was reality it happened and 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 we need and because of the fact that he wasn't just any actor no this man was like part of our lives i look at him and i would see my father yeah, this guy was like he was like part of our lives, and so it's like he was always a bright spot in yes, the negative and all the negative. In, in all the stuff that was going on in our culture and all the stuff that was going on around us. He was the bright spot, and only to find out that he wasn't. Yeah, because Bill Cosby was like there was a lot of negativity, yeah. and you could always go back to the Cosby Show. Yeah, to escape from it all. Yes. Yeah, you could go there. You could always just go back to the Cosby show and just like I, like I said, you'll see what I'm talking about when you want when when you when you finally watch it. You'll see what I'm talking about. Um but again, it's just like if nothing else it just made you kind of like have to look at stuff and have to say, "Wow. Hmm, that really happened." Wow. Okay. We need to we, we need to talk about it. Okay, let's go. We'll move on. Yeah. Well, no, we don't have to move on. Okay. But I was just looking mm-hmm. at my phone. Yeah. But it's on focus. But, yes. We, so, uh, again, Watch. We need to talk about Cosby. Yeah. That, and then have the conversation with and somebody. And then have the conversation with somebody. Talk about it with somebody. Talk about it with somebody. Yeah. And see what they... And Shoot, see, you, you can know, talk about it with us if yeah. you want. We're always open. We're here. We're here. We're always open to Like I said, the couch is open if you're vaccinated. Yeah. You're more, you're more than welcome if, if, if you've done that. You're more than welcome to come down and 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 talk about it. Because yes. again, it's it's like one of those things. We, I mean, well, first of all, that's what we do, and it's it. And in this particular instance, it's one of those things we need to talk about. I had to kind of like do something to make make myself happy after that. <laughs> yeah. it just was so dr- emotionally draining. I was like, oh man, this is. I, I I made myself watch the last episode last night because again, I was I wanted to get through it, but my mind kept, my, even my wife was in the other room and she wasn't watching it with me, but she could hear it, and she was like, "How are you watching that?" She said, "It is." She said, "I'm just listening to it, and it is so draining." She said it's just so hard. She said it's she said it's hard to listen to. She says oh, I can imagine sitting there and, and watch watching it. it. She says it's just she says again, and it's hard only because we don't want to talk about it. But in order for us to heal and to and to deal with this because it happened. And it's difficult because of who he is yeah. to yeah. believe. Yeah what he did it's that's rough and there's a lot of things that we do and again you see unless you understand the black experience you really won't understand why we would even defend him 
we and why we wouldn't believe women who are saying this about him because of the fact that we we because we've seen this happen in our culture before matter of fact it's been a big part of our culture where you know where black men have always been accused of 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 doing stuff like that yes you know and 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 so it's it's always been a part. So naturally, to see it happen to him, and definitely because of who he is to us, it was like, oh, they're trying to they're trying to take out Bill Cosby. Ah, oh, you know, and we was yeah. and we was rallying in the streets. They were rallying. <laughs> we were rallying in the streets, man. We was every day. We was fighting people. <laughs> it's like, don't you? It's like don't you talk about. Don't him. you talk about him? Don't you talking? It's like like we, we was acting like the like the lady on. On 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 in living color, she would say she would Benita Benita Patrell, I think that was her name, and she would be in the window watching people, and she'd be talking about them or gossiping about them, and then she would she would say, "But don't you talk about Miss Jenkins? I love me some Miss Jenkins. I'll <laughs> fight you for that." Was why we was treating. It's like, yeah. oh, I love me some. I love me some I'll fight you if you talk about Bill. That's how we was. Only after it was all said and done. Now we're sitting here, not knowing what to do or how to feel. And I would like to say that 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 um, Kamal William Kamal Bell, who who produced and directed this, I was and did a great job. I would like to say that at the end of it all, you come away with it and you're feeling a hundred. No, you're really not. You're still kind of torn and you're still kind of, because it, because it doesn't change anything, but it does put you in a place where you can now make better judgments and you can now talk about it and deal with it and maybe begin. No, I won't say did, but maybe begin to deal with it a little better. And somebody, he even said it towards the end of it all, maybe separate the man from the art and be able to find a way to, to, de- to, to deal with both, you know. Gotcha. But anyway, but yeah. Okay. Woo. That was kind of, I was draining even talking about ah, it. Ah, tell me about it. I, I, I know I, I, I had about to, it. yeah. Woo. If you want to watch something, well, a little bit more happier, watch the Janet Jackson documentary instead. <laughs> that was a little yes. bit that was a little more uplifting and happy. <laughs> Although she had her issues too, but you know, but it was still, you know, it was like that. It was nothing on that level, you know. Oh, well, better yet, you want to watch something uplifting and happy? Watch CB4. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, there you go. There you go. Watch CB4. Watch CB4. Please watch, watch CB4. CB4. I can I guarantee you you will you will feel you, better. You will feel better. You'll feel better. And Pootie Tang. And Pootie Tang. <laughs> Especially Pootie Tang. I really enjoyed Pootie Tang. Definitely. Definitely enjoyed Pootie Tang. Oh my god. I used to even love when he used to just when Chris Rock had his talk show on HBO. That's where Pootie Tang came from. And Pootie Tang would be a he would the, the guy who plays Pootie Tang would be a guest and that's where the character came from. He was okay. and he would come on there and Chris Rock would be asking and he was like like Sadatai. And everybody's sitting there like, what is he talking about? And Chris Rock would be the only one who kind of like under he was like, Whoa, that's what you're talking about. Pootie is putting it down. <laughs> and 
<laughs> Next thing you know, they go make a movie about this craziness. That's like only Chris Rock. Only Chris Rock. Only Chris Rock would have the nerve to do something like that. But that's just, you know, speaks to how awesome, how great, spectacular, phenomenal, amazing we are. That yeah. we could take a small idea. Yeah. And a small bit from a talk show. And build a movie around and it. And build an entire movie around it. Yeah. And and it, and it was funny. It was funny. It was funny. But yeah. I think we're going to call it an episode. Yeah. Another good one in the books. <laughs> so yeah. Convos with your mom favorite. We're black. We out here. We're great. I want you all for the rest of this month to go be your best authentic black selves. There you go. Enjoy the rest of the month. Enjoy it. Enjoy it. We so, love you. Amen. We do. We do. We love you and thank you for your support. We appreciate it. So, you know, just go out and celebrate, celebrate. being black and educate there you go. someone and yourself if necessary. Yeah, my my challenge to some folk this, this this whole month, I was like, you know what? Start posting stuff on your page. Post something on your page every day about black history. Some some fact that we may not have known, you know, that we know. Yeah. Something that we didn't know about. Don't just give us the usual. The usual, yeah. Find something, find something new. Find something new. I mean, I, I found in the process of doing that, I found a couple of new things that I didn't know and post put them out there so folks so that other people to share it with other people, you know. So again, yes. that's that's how we grow. We because we think um again, we we kinda like tend to 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 not understand or we don't really know. We we know, I won't say we don't know. We know our history. But again, we but our history is so big. There's so many. We there's so much we've done that has not been touched upon. Nobody tells us about. Again, and that's why I always had the problem with them trying to eliminate. Again, because they, they they want to label it all as, as critical race theory, but it's not. It's really just history. Because it's, it's not like we're we're coming up with stuff that did not happen. It's stuff that did happen, and, and, and we just need to talk about it. We need to put it in. We need it, need it needs to be in the history history book so that people will understand our whole picture, our whole journey, that and our whole contribution to uh, to to America to America and to the world. So again, so that everybody will understand. You know, we're not doing it to make any other race feel bad or make people know. It's like no, just, just, just so you know that we were more than just slaves. That's all. That's it. Celebrate big, y'all. Enjoy. Celebrate it. big. And don't and don't stop after the twenty eighth. Hello. Keep going. Cause Juneteenth right around the corner. There you go. Say something. There you go. But yeah. To the next pod. We out. Out. Take care, y'all.